but we are recording again. Oh, no. Well, you'll be pleased to know I've still not won a game of solitaire. Oh. So I've, I've, I've come close. You're not allowed quite. to leave until you do it. Yeah. But do you know what? That's going to work out to be the puzzle of how to undo this magical lock. Yeah, you've got to beat solitaire. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you've all got five hours. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just, just going to use this guard's head to smash the lock open. <laughs> yeah, you can try that. See what happens. See what happens. Maybe I will. <laughs> and then you'll throw a three. He's not making any friends, and he's not catching us on a good day, is he? No. no. Mm. I mean, what else can he really do? Let's be honest. Well, we've just spared his life, so really, he could be a bit more appreciative of that. Mm. I mean, we're, we're telling him we're sparing his life for now. For now. I mean, he might do something, in which case Things his life is forfeit. Things might change. Yeah. Things can change We've very made quickly. made no promises. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we're not... I think, you know, let, let's let's be absolutely honest here. I don't think our characters are particularly good characters. I know technically I'm down as chaotic good. I think Otto is a great character. Della, Della isn't. She has no qualms. No, I mean good as in good and evil, rather than... Mm. That's we're a bit not, black and white. It is, exactly, mm. and that's the thing, you know, we're, we're, our, our characters are more nuanced. Mm. <laughs> we're definitely stab, nuanced. Stab. <laughs> yeah. Burn, burn. Apparently, apparently, nuance allows for uh, eviscerating a number of guardsmen and uh, then threatening to torch the one who surrenders to you. Mm. <laughs> I did not threaten torture, I just want to put that out. So, somebody in, the, in this room did. Oh, that was Alwyn. <laughs> and you're, you're the good one. That was Alwyn, the, the moral compass. At yeah. the very beginning, he was. Oh, yeah, but then, then people started stabbing Chardonnay. Yeah. You know, and that, no. You're going to be evil that. by the end of this campaign, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Depends what happens to Chardonnay. Mm. <laughs> I think that's uh, um, uh, no. I, I just I don't think evil. I don't think good. I think we're just. I don't know. I mean, if if anything, I would say Arwen is probably more neutral now. That will get you over to the dark side. Maybe a bit chaotic neutral. Hmm. That might be something we explore in the future. How that works with your. Uh, or champion cause. Oh, yeah. I think he's allowed to be chaotic neutral. Champion of he is not. Oh, is Caden Kaylian a bit? Mm. Well, well, the thing with the champions, particularly with your um, your shtick as a, as a liberator, mm. uh, that is tied to the chaotic good alignment. Oh yeah. So you shouldn't have suggested torture. Well, yeah. Well, perhaps we'll perhaps we'll explore that in the future. Mm. Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. My name is Dom, and I'm your games master for this game and for many others. And I'm joined by Stu. Hello. I'm joined by Neil. Hello. I'm joined by Darren. Hello. And I'm joined by Amy. Hello. Hello, folks. You got out the room. Yeah. <laughs> Into another one with blood curdling screaming going on in. Great. But it's not us screaming, so that is a benefit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, we, oh, we 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 know we're going to have to rescue this person, don't we? So you are good. Bella's <sighs> <sighs> like, no. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean. Mm. We can't just leave it. But if someone's screaming, someone's causing them screams. Exactly. And then how many of those people are there? And how many can we take down? Yeah, but we can't... Well, we, we, I mean, fortunately, we have someone who might be able to answer that very question. Mm. Mm. On pain mm. of death. Mm. <laughs> mm. My dear. What I'm curious, we were talking about alignments. What alignment would you each say you are in real life? I hate this question yeah. because every time I'm asked this question, because I, I mean, I hate alignment in general because it's mm. always portrayed as being so black and white. It is as like you're this person, that means you're this. It's like no, because life is, as we were saying, life is life is more nuanced than that. It is, it um, is, and, and I, I've, I've, I think alignment in general is very, very flawed, because um, it, it, it should be more of a sliding scale rather than an absolute. And down to context and circumstance, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, like we were just saying with with Darwin, you know, I mean, you know, he, he can get pretty nasty when he's in defence of Chardonnay. Yeah, which is, you know, some would argue that that that, that is is an evil act because it's, it's it's very selfish. Mm. Yeah. In real life, I am chaotic, sexy. 
<laughs> in in real life, I am uh, I am as my as my as my glass says, lawful good, but rather than lawful, I am awful good. <laughs> Would you describe yourself as an honest man? No, I describe myself as a sexy man. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'd be on somewhere on the lawful range, I think. Yeah. I think. You don't do anything that might be considered illegal? No. No? Okay. I mean, I would say I'm chaotic good. Because I, I will do that, like, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll do minor things, you know, like speed on the motorway or. Mm. You know, I'm not completely. Oh, I don't do that. By the way. I'm. I'm I'm one of those people I believe in the spirit of the law rather than the wording of the then I expect other people to abide by the wording of the law mm. <laughs> which is yeah I'm a hypocrite and I know I am but. well what's this thing about your ignorance of the law is no excuse well I'm ignorant of the law that's why I'd hire a lawyer isn't that what lawyers are for I don't have a single law book at home how am I expecting lawyers to lawyers the are law? there to make money yeah, lawyers are out to make money. Lawyers know the law. That's what they're employed for. No, but that's that's knowing the nuance. That's that's. But generally, like you know, it is wrong to murder someone. But that's I, that's I did not murder escalated. anybody. That's not escalated. I did murder them, but I didn't know I was murdering them. Hmm. I, I killed I them, but I didn't know there was, was, a was murder. There was a murder, but nobody told me it yeah. was a murder. There was a killing, but um, yeah, it hasn't been proven a murder yet. Mm. No, but that that's kind of the the nitty gritty of the detail. But the general bro- broad strokes of law we, we know because you know we know if something is illegal or it's not. Mm. Um, you know, like me, yeah, speeding on the motorway. I know that's illegal. And here's the thing: I can't pass a driving test without learning that that is illegal. I have to I have to learn that as part of learning how to drive a car. Hmm. So and, and I get why they say you know no ignorance shouldn't be an excuse because otherwise, with anything you can just go out and commit any crime you like and just say so you didn't know well I didn't know it was illegal. Yeah, but there's legal and there's moral behaviour, isn't there? There's social ah, behaviour. That's a very different moral, social, <laughs> antisocial. You know, I've I've got a I've got a neighbour who I'm um, having trouble with who who is a lawyer. He's a barrister. Oh, they're the worst. And his house is derelict. I mean, he must have—he must be rich to be able to afford a, a townhouse in Brixton mm. and just leave it empty for 20 years, mm. just derelict. And his garden is just a rubbish dump. And there's a fox den in there. But, of course, he knows the law. He's, he's a rotten neighbour. He, he's, he's a really shitty neighbour. But, you know, we he doesn't care about that. He mm. just cares about the, what's legal. Yeah. Oh, plenty of things are legal but immoral. Mm. Yeah. Uh, as in... Some things you could say are moral but illegal, like um, protesting, for example. There could be a moral imperative to protest a thing, but that protest may be illegal. Like when they pulled down the... I I was having a discussion with my father, who's on a different side of politics to me. Um, Kind of opposite end of the spectrum, really. Uh, And we were having a, a... an argument about the pulling down of the statue in Bristol. Oh, the Colston. Colston, yeah. Mm. Um, and he was, people shouldn't have done that. I'm like, yeah, but they, they've been protesting it for like, well, not enough people have been protesting. Oh, you can't say, take the law into your own hands. I do not give a flying fuck about what happens to a statue of a racist slave trader. Mm. I don't generally give a flying fuck about what happens to statues. Mm, no. I don't care about yeah. statues. You don't learn. You, you, I mean, the common argument against it is, oh, if you tear it down, you can't learn from lunch about. Why not? You, you about don't, museums. You, exactly. Yeah. You, you, you don't learn history from a statue. You learn it from, from a museum or from a book. Well, and statues are put up to celebrate people, not to yes. Yes. history. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't think of a single statue of Adolf Hitler anywhere. But everyone knows who he is. Mm. Mm. Well, most people do. Yeah, yeah. yeah you wouldn't be saying. Yeah. And I, I know more about Colston now than I did before. They, yeah. I didn't even mm. know of him. But, but also, yeah. in that specific example, like I, I actually know one of the Colston Four. Um, I'm glad that they all got acquitted in the end. Yeah, uh, mm. sensibly, because mm. it should never have gone to court in the first place. Mm. No. Um, but uh, yeah, like this, this wasn't just a random act of vandalism, like. 
the people of Bristol have been campaigning to have that statue removed oh, yeah. for yeah. years. It's a huge long thing. Yeah. Um, well, and also, yeah, when the when the protesters came down on the other side of the political spectrum to defend the statues, yeah. they weren't interested in the statue of Oscar Wilde or the statue of Robert Walpole. There was only one statue that they were interested in, and that was a statue that people were saying this will be con- this will be controversial. Right from when you first erect it, this will cause trouble. People will hate this. Some people will love this statue. Mm. A lot of people will hate it. The Winston Churchill statue. Mm. That's the mm. only one that's of any and also contention in London. Those those kind of people who were there, oh, I'm going to go to London and defend the statue. All they were there for, basically, I'm, I'm generalising. I shouldn't. I apologise. Mm. But it's true. Because they, all they were was, was basically f- football hooligans. They were mm. there for a piss-up and they were mm. there for a fight. Yeah. yeah, they were not there to protect any kind of and heritage. to piss on war memorial. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and standing around a statue of Winston Churchill, throwing Roman salutes and chanting "Sieg Heil." Oh, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure Winston Churchill would have appreciated yeah. the irony of that, mm. or maybe not. Well, mm. that's uh, that, got, that political Oh, should we go back? In, should, should we dive back into, into into a fantasy world where there is absolutely nothing political to worry about? Yeah, it's really simple because we know he's evil because he's got two staircases. That's it. As we discussed, as we discussed last time out, sim- symmetry is the work of a devil and must be banned. It's not mm. the symmetry; it's the <laughs> unnecessary expense. You can't get that rich but without being evil. what if there's a staircase evil? up and a Behind every down. great fortune is a great crime. Like, what if they mm-hmm. need to get, like, big things, like trolls and stuff up them? And they do. You've seen trolls. Yeah, exactly. They are big. They're big staircases. Yeah. But it's yeah. not like... you. Well, you just have one big staircase. So when you're, when you're in the underground and you see multiple escalators and stairs, do you think that's... Yeah, but there's thousands of people going through those. How many people come through the brain grinder? I bet thousands. <laughs> Most of them are quite, dead. Quite a lot. <laughs> <the> same time. <laughs> Why are you trying to defend Lord Igorin? Because I admire his uh, house. It's his nice. work ethic. Yeah. His house. It's nice. Wouldn't you want a double staircase? It's jealousy talking that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, let's find out if you get to make Lord Agorin pay for his crime of vanity. <laughs> Not <today>. um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll ju- we'll jump straight back in, folks. So, um, with uh, be- being escorted by the uh, the guardsman who you uh, who you spared, um, you've been making your way back up the ramps. You're right, Daniel. I dropped the dice. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I dropped the dice. Again. A die. That's alright. I've dropped a die. Uh, yeah, so um, as you've been being led up the ramps uh, with your, uh, your your captive in tow, uh, you entered into an octagon, o- octagonal shaped room, quite a large space, uh, perhaps sort of um, 40, 50 feet um, across in on, on, on a side. Um, uh, you can see that in the centre there is a staircase that leads upwards and uh, opposite, there is uh, a set of double doors, which Della has previously seen, and there are two uh, kind of tunnels leading off the passageway um, in in either direction. And your your captive was leading you towards uh, towards uh, the right hand tunnel uh, when you heard a blood curdling scream, uh, that of a woman coming from uh, beyond the double doors. So my question is, what would you all like to do? God, it feels nice to ask that. It's been, uh, it's been a while. We've been in an in initiative for about six episodes straight. <laughs> mm. yeah. I, I would like to get out of here. How many people would be behind that door, apart from the people being tortured? Mm. Who's in there? I directed it. You asking? Uh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, God. What's your name? What, what do you care about my name? Because if you roll a natural one, it means this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your name? I'm Christian. Christian. All right, Chris. With a, with, with a K. Ah, I like that. Christian. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Christian. 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 Here we go. Christian. Uh, so beyond there, <laughs> oh, I, I pity the poor sod that's poor sod that's back there. Um, Sounds like the Inquisitors having some fun with them. How many Inquisitors are there in there at any given time? Oh, just the one. But he's um, 
he's he's weird that one does 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 weird things with um sort of piles of flesh and bodies and stuff turns them into into creatures into servants i don't like, i don't i don't like going in there if i can help it any guards in there with him probably not he, work, he tends to work alone so i think you should go in there and get our friend out yes <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Go, go totally in and, and tell him there has been an administrative error, and that the woman is to be released. What no, makes you? What makes you? Yes. What, what makes you think I have any power over what that what that man does? Well, if you don't, oh, well, we, we have power over you. Look, you said you wanted to get out of here, all right? I'm going to show you the way out, and then we're done. I don't think you're much in a position to be bargaining with us. Alright, well what do you want? Do you you want to leave? Or do you want to try and save your friend? She's probably... She's probably not in a good way. That's all I'm going to say. Wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if she's not dead already. I want to leave with our friend. Yeah, I don't think I can leave without. I think we need to know what's going on behind that door. This this doing things with piles of flesh. It sounds like something we should perhaps... uh, be interested in something that might come back to bite us later if we don't. Mm. You going in? <sighs> I'm going to nick another potion before we go in. <laughs> yes. I don't have any potions. Do you want one? Yes, please. Okay, I'm going to give you my last lesser healing, and I've got one more. So, um, so that's two d8 plus five. Who's five. who's seriously injured? Six. Uh, Maori only has um, 16 hit points left. I'll, I'll give him. Yeah, Maori's quite I, badly hurt. I can't help Maori. I'll, I'll give him a minor healing potion. That's a 1d6. This is d8. Um, a d8. I, I've taken a hit. Um, Clovis has taken a couple of hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give uh, Maori one and take one for myself. I, sure. I feel comfortable right. going. So Maori gets seven back. I can perform battle medicine, but if that person goes down again. I can't do anything to help them. I'm all right. I'll save it for me, just in case. I'm only and I get seven. ten under. Mm-hmm. So I'm back up to full strength. Mm. I've got two minor healing potions, but I'm going to keep hold of them as, as emergencies. I have one moderate, which I'm saving for an emergency. Remember, you did pick up some um, some things from the uh, from the guardsman. Yes, we've also got four of these. Does everyone want to take one? What is it? Um, so it's it looks like some kind oh, of salve, salve thing. Yes. Is there a knowledge roll I can take for that? Um, crafting check. Oh, shit. Oh, oh I'm minus one in crafting. Skin oh, stitch. I can, I can do that. I can do a yeah, roll crafting check. if you want. It's fine. Uh-huh, I rolled a one. <laughs> so I think it's a thing that you use. You have to eat it, it clearly. Something. I have to eat it. I got a 15. 15. You've not heard of this. I mean, it looks like it, it looks like quite quite a viscous paste, like almost like a. I guess our, our equivalent would, would be like a pseudo cream. It's, it's, it's that kind of consistency. It's, it's a very, very very small pot. It's a medicine. Well, I'm going to hand out uh, one to everyone. Okay. So we've all got one of them things. Sorry, what are we calling it? Skin stitch self. Yeah. Oh. 25, that's pretty good. So you know, Brother Amos, that a skin stitch salve is a medical product. Um, works a bit like a healing potion, in that, but rather than something you drink, it's something you basically smear on, on, on an injury, and it can it can set sort of quite quite serious wounds. You know, Brother Amos, that there are kind of two ways you can use it. You can either use it to act uh, kind of as like, as like an emergency first aid option. Um, or you can use it to aid um, in other medicine, other, other medicine work. So essentially, the way it works is you can either use it kind of as, as like a one-time battle medicine. Um, basically, it lets you do lets you do do a treat wounds on yourself as an action, or on, on the creature as an action. Or um, if you are making a regular treat wounds check or a battle medicine check, you can use a free action to get a bonus to that check. And we, we get one each, do we? Is yes, that, you is do. that wise or do we want to give them? So, basically, you can either use it to treat wounds on yourself or on another creature, or you can use it to get, gain a bonus to 
another medicine check you make. Would it be better to give you more? Had, well, no, I've I've already had battle medicine on myself today, okay. uh, as has Maori, as has Chardonnay. Right. Anyone else I can do a battle medicine on, but that's let's, no. I think just everybody yeah, keep hold keep of one. one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the easy answer. All right. And again, as I say, you could use this to because this wouldn't count as a battle medicine. So you could use a skin sit salve on Maori or on Chardonnay or on yourself. Right. Yes, we've all got one. Then anyone who's down, anyone else can at help, least yeah. try and so help. I do have yes. some potions still. All right, right. All right, you're going in first, then, mate. Yeah, we're sending him in first. Mm. Mm. Yes, I agree. All right, okay. You. So, how do you want to arrange yourselves outside the door? Can I? Oh, I want to use my surprise attack. Can I, can I, like, get in the side of the door and be sneaky and stuff? Yeah, you can pop yourself. We're going to surprise them. You can try to. Yeah. So you've got to kind of set up outside the door. I'm guessing there's no intention of kind of seeing what's inside first. You're just going to go in guns blazing, as it were. I think that's what we're going to have to do, take by surprise. Yeah. You say it's double doors. Mm. Set of double doors, yes. Amos, sure you and I go up front? We could do. We, if we burst in and do a pincer movement sort of thing on this Inquisitor chappy... I hope there's not ten of them in there. Then <laughs> maybe we might be distracting enough for Della to get in and not be seen. I'm going to go in and backstab someone. Like and, and Otto, yes, if you just hang back and just fire your... Spells or whatever, yes. Okay, so uh, what I'm going to say is sounds like you guys are all going to kind of cluster outside the doorway. Um, Amos and Alwyn, you're sort of standing in front front of the doors. Uh, Della and Clovis, uh, I imagine you guys are kind of tucking around the side of the door. Me and Clovis, we're of the same mind. We know what we're doing. Yeah, we got it down. I'll stick with Maori. That's it. Yep. So Maori is kind of in the background, and, and Chardonnay is uh, is next to is behind that one. And you want to send Christian in first? Is that correct? Or yes. do we? Or shall we just pile in? I don't want to leave him behind us. No. I'd you rather have first. him in front. He goes first. What about if Maori darts in while the rest of us go in? Uh, Maori mm. sort of says. Um, I can do that if you uh, if you want me to, but um, that sounded like my sister. If, 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 I, I, I want to make sure she's okay. No. Maybe Clovis should stay behind. Clovis is the MVP, though. I know he wasn't the last couple of games, but... Yeah. I'm only thinking, Mari, you, you, you're not in mm. good shape. I can always leave Chardonnay to guard him. I mean, we've hit him a few times. Let's just push him in, in front of us. Does Chardonnay want to leave Chardonnay to guard him? Yeah, that's a good idea. Yes. Right, Chardonnay, if he moves from this spot, kill him. All right. Can I have a round of stealth checks for everybody, please? Sure thing. (laughs) I rolled a two. (laughs) Oh, no. 23. 16. Uh, 17. 15. 15 for Della. Amos. Order 16. 16 for Amos. Uh, oh, Otto. 17. 17 for Otto. And for Alwyn. 23. 23. Wow. Otherwise, very consistent. What have we got going on here? Do you need a roll for Chardonnay? Uh, let's have a roll for Chardonnay, yes. Do you need rolls for Maori and. Oh, yeah, Clovis roll. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's have a roll for both of them as well. You've got their cards. Do they have any modifiers? The stats are on the back of the card. If there's Clovis. no stealth written. Yes, he has a. Oh, he's very stealthy. Oh, yeah. 18 for Clovis. 18 for Clovis. Marley has 28. Okay. Uh, we won't see him until. He's showing us up. That's it. So, Chard- so Chardonnay is staying out with, um, with your prisoner, is that correct? Yes, and Chardonnay gets a 21. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Okay. So, and Chardonnay is under orders, and I'm making sure that he's aware. 
Like it's right in front of him. Yeah. That, that if he moves from that spot, Chardonnay is together. All right. Okay. That's fine. And uh, so yeah. So what's the plan here? So you you kind of stood outside this door. Um, now now that you're closer, you can see that there is um, a blood smear on the kind of on under, underneath the door. It looks to have been cleaned up on this side, but it seems to have kind of pulled or, or been dragged through at some point. After three, we burst through yeah. the doors. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Three. Yes. Two. One. Burst oh. through the doors. No. Okay. As you burst through the doors, you all die. <laughs> <laughs> Fall into the massive pit. You hear um, a voice come from the far end of, of the chamber. Excellent. I do so love it when my specimens bring themselves to me. And there is the sound of shattering glass as something smashes against the doorway. Oh, no. Mm. Why didn't we just leave? <laughs> didn't we shove Christian in first? Mm. I said. You yeah. did. You did. Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, at least it's not me first. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh, Brother Amos, what's your AC? 20. Okay. Can I have a critical hit card, please, Della? Please, Amy. You haven't mentioned a name. (laughs) I'm guessing this Inquisitor is a named NPC. So, Brother Amos, as you kick through the door, um, something hits you in the face, and there is a sound of shattering glass as you are coated with a liquid that ignites on contact with the air. Brilliant. Oh my god. Liberating step. <coughs> uh, to, uh, the cause of this effect is not within range, Alwyn. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Um, so. Brother Amos, you take. That is a lot of damage. I'm a pot. I. Okay, 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 okay. Where my D8's gone? Where my D8's at? Oh, there aren't any. Have some D4s instead. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just roll them twice. It'll be great. Okay, so. Brother Ramos, you take 16 points of fire damage. And you are blinded as a an alchemist's fire breaks across your face. Uh, Alwyn and Della, you take two fire damage as, as this sprays out across all of you. Oof. And Brother Amos, um, in addition to being blinded, you find that you are burning. Uh, you will take two persistent fire damage at the end of your turn. Uh, as well as my two points of fire damage, do I take some ring damage? You do take some ring damage. Oh, God. Three points of fire damage, I'll win. This was a bad move. And at that point, folks, we need to roll initiative. Yep. Can I use my stealth? Is this surprising? <laughs> afraid not. You uh, you uh, you Murray. alerted him previously. I'm afraid. Mm, uh, Twenty-three for me. Okay, one second. Twenty-two for me. Twenty-five. For me. Hang on a second. Hang on. No, we're going now. Dan. <laughs> We're on fire. We haven't got time to wait. Everything's on fire. Everything is on fire. So basically, if we open the door, Amos has got a face full of fire. Oh, we should have And seen. there's a picture of a little girl just smiling at the camera. <laughs> Fantastic. At least, I hope there is someone in here and they're not just playing like screams on a tape player or something equivalent in fantasy land <laughs> um, they haven't got the technology for tape player. It, it will be an 8 track an 8 track mm-hmm. mm. fair enough uh, I, I'll, I'll need rolls for Maori and Clovis as well if they've not been done oh yeah of course uh, Clovis you say minus 2 at the end of every turn yeah but we'll, we'll get to that in a second mm. Clovis got 32 okay, that's fine Clovis um, did really well yeah Clovis is the best thing what should I add to score uh, there should be a section that says per for perception oh right yes uh, 14 
14. Okay. Uh, right, so did anybody get... Anybody else get over 30? No. No. Nope. 25 to 30? 25 for Otto. 25 for Otto. 20 to 25. 23 for Della. 23 for Della. 22 for Brother Amos. Amos. 22. And uh, 15 to 20. Uh oh. 10 to 15. 14 for Elwyn. 14 for Elwyn. Uh, you said Maori got 14 as well? Yeah. Uh, does Elwyn want to go before or after Maori? Mm, he's in front of Maori, so probably better he goes ahead. Yep. And Maori at 14. Uh, is that everybody? Chardonnay? Chardonnay acts on Alwyn's turn. Ah, okay. Clovis, Otto, Della, Oh, yes, and one more initiative roll. I think Chardonnay's more of a readied action, isn't he? No, because you use an action on your turn to command him. <laughs> right. Does that mean I still need to use an action every turn to keep telling him to keep guarding? No, I think you can tell him to... You can give him, like, a command there. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, cause basically Chardonnay is perpetually reading an action in case the guy moves. That's... Yeah, that's fine. That, that's how it, That's my head. Kind of way. <laughs> All right, then, folks. Uh, sorry to keep you waiting there. Don't, don't worry, we're not hasting to we can die. Edit, we can edit out silences, don't worry. Sure thing. So, um, as uh, kind of just as you burst open through through the door, and this this fire fire liquid just splashes across your face, mm-hmm. um, you step through into the chamber. Um, obviously, brother Amos, you won't see this at the moment as you are blinded. Um, but you step into a room which is uh, perhaps um, a good forty feet a good a good forty feet long, uh, perhaps twenty feet wide. Uh, on either side of the room, you can see that there are um, a series of, of metal cages that have been built in, in, into the walls uh, inside which you can see um, you can see a number of, of kind of groaning shambling hu- shambling humanoids they appear, they appear to be reaching their arms through the bars um, in the center of the table uh, sorry in the center of the room there is what looks to be a stone altar or perhaps a work table of some kind um, l- laying on it is uh, the black robed shape with grey skin and, uh, and an eerie presence of uh, a, a, a mirror man uh, led on on the slab itself, and uh, you see that there is some kind of contraption over where over where, where its head is. Um, the mirror itself is 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 lifted a good few feet above the creature's head, and you can, and, and as you look, you see that the, uh, see that the head itself is that of a human male uh, that has had the face removed. Mm. As in, like the, the the entire faceplate is completely gone. Um, mm. Suspended from the ceiling, you can see that there are a number of uh, sort of wire wire mesh bags that all contain all contain uh, all manner of gore and and, and flesh and such. Um, mm. and some some of them some of them seem to twitch slightly as as, as you enter. Sorry, it's a bit gross. I apologise. No, it's great. <laughs> oh, I love it. Mm. Uh, for horror fans out there, mm. I'm lapping this up. Fleshy f- pinatas. <laughs> at the far at the far end of the chamber, you can see that there is a set of double doors, uh, standing before which you can see that there is uh, there is um, a strange individual. Um, they look. They appear to be humanoid. But you see that rather than rather than rather than skin, they have metal. Um, they appear to be some some kind of individual, and they are, they are holding uh, a numerous numerous looking sharpened, particularly cruel instruments in their hands. And across their body, you can see that there are that they are, they are wearing a bandolier, with which is uh, sort of contains a, a numerous different coloured vials. One of which is now empty. Um, and you can see suspended above the, above this set of double doors um, in a set of manacles that, that are raised up by chains, uh, there is a dark-skinned human woman 
Um, and kind of as as you burst through, and Ma- Maori sees this, and Maori says, "Yasha." Uh, but that brings us into the initiative rounds, and the first person to act is going to be Clovis Cotton. Clovis the Movis. Right. Okay. So how far away is this nasty metal man? Uh, this nasty metal man is. 35 feet away from Clovis. Ooh, just a little bit out my reach. Um, hmm, what's my movement? Is it 25? 25. If, yeah. I, if I've not stated it, it's 25. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Clovis is feeling pretty healthy, so he is going to run up, uh, use two movements right. to get up in this person's grill. He can absolutely do that. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, yes. Cool, and he's just going to stab him. Yeah, going to go for a stab, sure thing. What's he got? He's got a dagger. He has. He 10. So that is 22. 22 to hit. I've got a lot of tabs open. 22 is a miss for Clovis. He runs forward. Um, this this metal individual sees him coming and parries him aside with the, uh, with basically with the, with, the, with the forearm as he dives in with the dagger. Clovis done. Nice try, Clovis. Uh, we are round to Otto. Otto, I think, will wave his wand of mirror image. Okay. As a precaution. So this is your second time using it in a in 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 the day. How many kills do I get? You get one for free, and after that, there is a chance that you break it. Right. So I'm just going to figure that out because I don't remember how wands work. God, I've gotten so used to being in a uh, to being in the other encounter but I've mm-hmm. forgotten how the rest of the game works mm-hmm. <laughs> um, can I not produce water because <laughs> yes. I'm on fire oh yeah everyone spit on me well you can um, well, you I can d- sort of pat someone down you can help put them out and things like that well, I, I did um, I did recall knowledge of whether urine was acid or alkaline when we met those acid blobs I thought can I piss on this thing yeah. <laughs> Could you, do you have like a, a reverse produce flame? On, on that produce. puts flame out. The fire extinguisher. Yeah. <laughs> and you can blow out a candle. <laughs> Remove flame. Remove <laughs> flame. Okay, yes. You cast, so yes, after, after you cast the spell from the wand for the day, you can cast it one more time, mm. uh, overcharging the wand at the risk of destroying it. So you get the spell, mm. and then I need you to roll a flat check, please, Otto. A flat check. So D twenty, add nothing to it. You want to get ten or higher. Uh-huh. There's a fifty percent chance of breaking it. Shit. Two. Oh shit. So as as you cast your mirror image for the second time, Otto, um, you get the spell off. You you feel your illusory duplicates appear, mm. and um, there is a loud cracking sound which you all hear. And you turn around and you see that the, you you see this wand Otto is holding shatters. And is destroyed. I missed that wand. All right. That's uh, why we can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We so always spoil it. Otto, you get the spell off. Um, I'll say you could have had it drawn because you knew that you were going to something dangerous here. Thank you can. You have one action remaining. Um. I will advance into the room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you have. What's your movement speed? My movement speed is 20 feet. 20 feet, okay. 5, 10, 15. Uh, so as you move into the room, do you want to be directly in front of Amos, or do you want to kind of be off to one side? I'll be off to one side. Off to one side, so near one of these metal cells. Yes. Sure. So Otto moves in. Okay. Uh, all right, end of Otto's turn then. It is the Inquisitor's turn. So the first thing he's I'm going I'm not inquisitive as to find out what's going on. <laughs> uh, you, uh, well, is, it, is his main weapon fear? Yeah. <laughs> Our chief weaponry, amongst his weaponry, mm. is many, many things. Um, Fetch the comfy chair. <laughs> not the comfy chair. <laughs> All right. So you see, the first thing he's going to do is uh, he is going to shit himself and run away. He's going to shit. Well, he's, he's, he's going to he's going to move away uh, as Clovis gets into his face. Um, he takes a step back toward uh, toward um, 
the, the double doors at the end. And you can see that there, that there are numerous chains which hang uh, a lot down down the wall itself. And he runs towards one, and uh, uh, he grabs hold of it, and he says, "Come, my guardian, let's uh, let's see you deal. Let's let's see what 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 wonders my pretties can do to these newcomers." And he yanks one of the chains, and you hear a rattle above you, and one of these uh, these twitching bags of gore from above. Uh, releases and plummets to the ground, landing with a heavy, squishy thud. And and this creature, uh, this whatever has come out of this blob, rises from 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 the floor. Oh, lost my, oh there it is. Clive Barker meets Cronenberg. Very very much so. Uh, so this uh, this blob, it's. It looks very vaguely humanoid. It looks as though, but it looks as though it has been literally stitched together from various pieces of muscle and is being animated in some some strange way. You're not too sure. But this uh, this creature lands it lands heavily on its feet and it stands up. And although it's kind of about the size of humanoid, it's it stands a good seven feet tall as it, as it towers over Clovis. Um, he's got one action left. Oh, no, he hasn't. He has to move away. Two actions to release it. That's it. That is the end of his turn. Which brings us around to Della. Okay. So he's a little bit out of one movement range for me. I'm on 30, isn't he? he yes, he's uh, he's at the far end of the corridor, end of the room. He's a good 5, 10, 15, 15, 15. I think I can feet. reach a flanking position with two moves for Clovis. Yeah, you can. Della can absolutely do that. She yep. she sort of peeks into the chamber, and she runs towards around the side, the back side of this um, this fleshy creature that has dropped down. Oh no, I mean the Inquisitor. Oh, is that <coughs> oh, so 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 the Inquisitor has moved away back to oh, okay. the far end of the room. Oh right. Um. Yeah, no, I'll go in the same spot because I can still hit him. Yeah, sure. From there, um, but I'm going to go at the Inquisitor rather than the other guy. Yeah, going to make an attack against him. Fair enough. Uh, I rolled a 28. 28 is a hit. Sweet. He's not flat-footed. He's not flat-footed, I'm afraid. Four. Four points, very nice. I'm crap without sneak attack. (laughs) That's what you rogues rely on. Mm. Uh, Two actions to move, one to attack. That's Della all done. It is Amos's turn. Stop, drop and roll. Yeah, so you can use an action to. Uh, Don't want to be on fire anymore. Yeah, it's that's... not nice. I'm not enjoying it. That's fine. So. Isn't the one that's cracked up to me. It is definitely not. I'm just reminding myself Amos how this works. It's on fire! That's not how you spell persistence. That's still not how you spell persistence. P-E-R-S-I-S-T-A-N-D. Yeah, I've got it. It's fine. Is it persistence? Persistent. Okay, so... Sister recovery. You can take steps to recover. And you have additional flat check. So, you can... So, basically, you, you can use... As you sort of stop, drop, and roll, Amos, um, it takes you two actions to do that. Um, and, basically, that, that allows you to immediately attempt another check. Attempt a flat check. So, roll D20 for me. You want to get 15 or higher. Ten. Stopping, dropping, and rolling has no effect, I'm afraid. You have one action left. Um, I don't know. I can't see anything. Would your flaming fists do more damage? <laughs> this is the question. Yeah. What if I hit myself with my like mystical <laughs> strikes or something? Key strikes. Do your fists get now like fire damage against things? So you can just. Set other things on fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, afraid not. So if you were to hit yourself, that might do some damage. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I guess I just stand here and be on fire. Sure. I can't think of. Okay. It but takes two. It's two actions to, to attempt to put yourself out. Yeah. Um, can I half put myself out with one action? I'm afraid not. <laughs> just an arm or something. Mm, I'm afraid um, not. And I can't see anything, I'm blinded. Yeah, right now you're blinded, that's correct. Uh, I guess I just skip this turn. Okay, you skip your last hope action. That somebody does something about the fact that I'm on fire. Okay, so you take, so uh, 
as your turn ends, um, you take two points of fire damage, and then you attempt another flat check to see if it goes out on its own. Are healing potions flammable? Wouldn't you like to know? Mm. <laughs> if we like dumped one on Amos, would that just make the situation worse? <laughs> Fucking one. Ah, oh, it's unfortunate. You keep burning. Nothing, nothing uh, worse than that happens though. And uh, you do find that your vision clears and you can see again. Yeah. Okay. So at least you can see for your next turn. Okay. Uh, end of Amos's turn. Uh, it is this fleshy blob's turn and as it lands heavily on the ground uh, it sort of gets up squelching as it does so and uh, as it stands to its feet it is going to first of all it's going to make uh, it's going to make you see it it sort of turns in the direction of Clovis you see it's it, what would be its head and it kind of splits open you see rows of mismatched jagged teeth appearing outwards and it's going to make a bite towards Clovis Oof, natural 20 I hope Clovis is up to date with his shot <laughs> uh, that might become important very very soon mm. where are my d10s there's a d10 so Clovis takes mm. 6 uh, 12 points of piercing damage 12 points and I need a fortitude save from Clovis. Okay, so he's down to 12. Let me put that over here. It's um, too far away for a uh, Fortitude step, save. Isn't he? Yes, yes. Fortitude save. Uh, 20, dirty 20. A dirty 20? Uh, ooh, okay. Uh, as, uh, as, as Clovis is hit by this, um, you see he kind of retches as he, as he pulls back a little bit. Um, I'm just going to make a note of that. Ooh, ooh. Okay, alright. Uh, it's got two actions left. It, it, it swings round, having bitten Clovis. It bears down on you, Della. You see these wicked sharp claws spring out from it, and it's going to slash at you twice. Mm. Ah, natural one. <laughs> and that's better. It's not great, though. Um, here's our joy. Zero. 16 to hit. <laughs> so it whooshes towards Ew. you. You duck out of the way. Uh, that ends its turn. It is Alwyn. Right. Alwyn's going to drop his rapier and try and help put out Amos. Sure. I mean, you can do that without... Oh, because you, you need a hand free, don't you? That's yeah. what I'm guessing. I'm going to need a hand free. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's a plus one strike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> assisted recovery... So it's two actions uh, for you to do that, Alwyn. Yeah. Um, if it's... Two, uh, don't make any odds. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. So, just, so uh, just reading this again. Do you check activity? Turn. Yeah, okay. Um, so, yeah. So, what, so what, what are you doing to put Amos out? Um... I'm kind of patting them all over, trying to put the flames out. Sure. Okay. Brother Amos, roll a d20 for me. I'm, I'm going to say that reduces the DC. <laughs> Six. Six. It's, it's not enough. Even with Alwyn there patting him, it's not enough. That, that help will carry over onto your no, Alwyn's on roll. And Alwyn is slapping the <laughs> shit out of me. At least he's not blowing you. <laughs> How do you know it's Alwyn? He's, he can see again. His eyes are back. Oh, oh, you're not yeah. blind yeah, anymore. Yeah. Ah, right, it was only okay. to the end of his turn. Ah, right. But uh, you've got one action left, Alwyn. I will pick up my rapier. Yeah, sure. That's Alwyn's turn. Sorry, are... you're on your own now, unless anyone else wants to help you. We're around to Maori. I tried. How close is Maori to um to brother Amos? Oh, to Amos. Um, he's five feet from him. Uh, Maori will attempt to put him out. Yeah, sure. So Mario's going to move in. Does the same thing. Brother Amos, roll another flat check. One. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. What the fuck is going on today? Get yourself some new dice. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> is there anything you can do, like a hero point? 
You could use a hero point if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I think I will. Yeah. Do you want to use my dice? Yeah, let's have a go on yours. Let's see if it is the dice. Six. Oh. Have it back. <laughs> can can, uh, Mar- can Mary try again to, to do the Mary voice? No, so it's what um it's two actions to help do that. And right. he, had to, he had to use an action to move forwards. So that's Maori done. Right. Alright. Sorry, mate. It's fine! <laughs> I'm already on fire! End of Maori's turn, we are already back to the top of the round. It's Clovis. Clovis, right. Um so he's currently flanking this uh Pounded flesh with Della, so he will attack it. It was close to a 20. Uh, So that is... 26. Uh, 26 is a hit. Wonderful. With sneak attack. Uh, That is 9. That is 9. With his dagger, right? Uh, Yes. So as uh, as as Clovis goes to pierce in with the dagger, he finds that. Um, oh, sorry. Uh, plus four. Plus four. So thirteen. Yeah. Okay. So as Clovis goes to pierce in with the dagger, he finds that the muscle and the sinew and the flesh that this thing is made of is very tough, tough and almost leathery, and um, he has to really work to push that dagger in. Um, rather than thirteen points of damage, he deals eight points of piercing damage. All right. I feel like Clovis will tell everyone this. Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Just to ward everyone. And then he's going to hit him again. Alright. With a... 25... 20. Uh, dirty, twen- dirty 20 is a miss, I'm afraid. Oh. I'll try one last time. Mm-hmm. He rolled a 2, so that does nothing. Does nothing. There we go. Still got a hit in from Clovis. Yep. It is Otto's turn. Um, can I... Can I use an acid splash without hitting Clovis? Or uh, no, if you were to hit, if you were to use an acid splash on either target, you would be hitting either Della or Clovis. Right. Um, I will try an electric arc against two targets, against both targets. Oh, okay. So you need a reflex save from both, don't you? Yes. Okay. So. Um, yeah, let's do some reflex saves. Mm-hmm. Actually, what's the range on um, Electric Arc? Um, let's just see. Thirty feet. Thirty feet. Okay. Do, do, do both targets have to be within thirty feet? Um. It doesn't say. It just says thirty feet. Targets one or two creatures. I think it probably does then. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Otto, you would need to move in a little bit further. Right. I'll do that. I'll move yeah. in a little bit further. And throw my electric arc. Yeah, you do. You move in a little bit further. You throw your electric arc. Uh, that is a 21 for the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Is that a f- uh, success or a failure? It's against your spell DC. Against my spell my spell DC is 21. 21, so he succeeds. And for the other creature... Uh, oh, that is 19. 29, so another success. Mm. But uh, roll damage anyway and, and, and half it for both. It's 3d4 plus 4, so... Um, nine, thirteen, so that's six and a half. So round down to six. Six, so six points of damage. So the Inquisitor sort of takes this nasty zap from this. Um, you watch Otto as this electric courses across the body of the flesh creature. Mm. The injuries that Clovis dealt to it close up. Ah. Seems that electricity is uh, not a good thing to use against it. No. I'm experimenting here. I'm yeah, freestyling. Mm. Uh, do I throw again for the other creature? I uh, know it's like, uh, it's one damage roll for both of them. Right. Uh, that ends your turn, Otto. Which is the Inquisitor? Oh. Who's going to? I don't like this guy. 
yeah, so as as this kind of happens, he, he, he sees you rushing towards him, Della. Am I feisty one, aren't we? I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we can find a use for you in the uh, in the fabularium that is that, that is my home. And uh, he he steps away from you, drawing a uh, another of his. Um, he he draws an object from his uh, from his uh, from his bandolier. And yeah, he's going to throw it mm-hmm. at. Damn it! Should have moved further. Never mind. Uh, really should have done that differently. Oh yeah, he he. So he he, he draws another. He draws uh, one of these vials from 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 his bandolier, and then you watch as he pops the top off, and he and he and he swallows it into his mouth. As he does so, uh, you see um, where his eyes are. Uh, they seem to they seem to narrow and focus as if he's uh, as if he's he's focusing in on uh, on where people are. I mean, I'm going to be hard to miss. I'm on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, uh, end of his turn. It's Della Thornbury. Oh, oh I'm going to fuck you up. Right, I'm going to faint first. Okay. Wh- 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 At the uh, Inquisitor. Yeah, you want to faint the Inquisitor? Sure yep. thing. Uh, d- d- uh, deception, 24. 24 on deception. Uh, lost his stat block. There it is. 24 on deception, his will. That is a success. Yeah, you're flat did. So it's just for the next turn, because that wasn't a crit, right? Yes, it's yes. just the next attack, but you, 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 he's moved away from you, so you will need to move in to engage. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought I was right next to him. Um, yeah, I'll move in. Yeah, you move in. Okay, and then I'll stab him. I don't stab him. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, uh, 18. One thing you do know, Della, perhaps as, as you step away from the flesh creature, you, perhaps you half expect it to lash out at you, but it doesn't. Mm, it does not. Thick. Uh, is that done, all done? done? That's me done. Okay, we are round to Brother Amos. Ah! <laughs> ah! Smoke. I, uh, I'm just going to try and put myself out again. Yeah, sure, okay. Roll another d20. For fuck's sake. Six again. Oh, buddy, mm. you continue burning. You have an action left. Do you want to move anywhere? I mean, you, you can see now. You can see what's going on in the room. Uh... How far away is the Inquisitor? He is 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 feet from you. I'm just going to stay where I am for the moment. Yeah, sure, good to stay where you are, that's fine. Uh, end of your turn, you take another two fire damage. And you get uh, another check to, to, to end it. Another check. Stu, give him one of your dice. Yes, would you like one of my dice? <laughs> A one. Oh. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> oh. oh, mate. This not, is the worst. <laughs> it's not been your day at all, mate. All right. Uh, Try this one because it always rolls shit for me, so use that one next time. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Why, did right. Why did you roll it? Why did you roll it? Just to test it. Wasted a good time. roll. <laughs> oh, dear. Um. <laughs> <laughs> End of Amos's turn as he continues to burn. Uh, we are round two, the flesh creature, which is going to uh, put out Amos's fire. <laughs> yeah, it just it vomits water all over you. You're fine. If we are round two, the, fre- the flesh <clears throat> creature, which uh, we haven't identified yet, and it is going to once again. It uh, it sort of drops down towards Clovis with its jaws. With a dirty twenty to hit, uh, it does not. No, it does. It does. It okay, that is a hit. Tens. Uh, twenty points of piercing damage. Oh, Clovis shit. is feeling a bit stale. <laughs> Fair enough. So twenty points of piercing damage there. Um, 
and uh, the creature will then move away uh, towards you, Della. Kind of pens you against the wall. And as it does so, it brings a claw down on top of you. Mm. Uh, that's not bad. 28 to hit. That hits. That hits, okay. Fourteen points of slashing damage. Yep. And I need a fortitude save, please, Della. Yep. Uh, so my fortitude is nine. I roll thirteen. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. So as as uh, as as this creature sort of looms over you, Della, and slams its claws into your body, um, you feel you feel woozy for just a second, um, and then as this this creature roars back once again, and uh, it rears back rather, and Perhaps you expect it to emit a roar or something, but it, it lifts its head up in the air and you hear this strange gurgling sound. And that is where we will end for tonight. Amos, kill it with fire. <laughs> <laughs> Tales from the Twenty Side is a Feeble Films production in association with Juicy Falls, music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com, editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com. hugging them mm. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been a bad day for you mate I'm so oh, sorry it's been fucking terrible <laughs> yeah. it's been atrocious but ne- next time you'll be rolling all the 20s that, that's if you make it <laughs> I mean we're all still here and I'm barely you know. barely Clovis is about I'm to drop very dead. very nearly dead mm. dead is halfway mm. I've I mean, still got some potions though so I can I'll one at you on a less than a quarter yeah. Oh, I'm 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 on eight. Clovis beats you with nine. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. 
Why didn't we just leave? Why do we have to save why people? Didn't we there were people Christian yeah, 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 definitely should have done Because now that. I'm on fire. <laughs> Actually, if we'd have thought about it, we should have made a lot of noise and then shoved him through to trigger... Yeah. To, yeah, that would have been Hindsight the smarter, isn't it, though? We know better for next time. We do, we do. Mm. If there mm. is a next time, we mm. might not make it out of here. Indeed. Mm. Human shield. That is what we should. The lesson. <laughs> the lesson here is the good guys. <laughs> we're the good guys. We use human shields. We use yeah, and advocate for torture. <laughs> well, we're. I mean, we're working towards saving the actual fucking world. Yes. So you know, anything is justified. Well, I mean, you guys. I, mean, I don't if it's think a choice is. between killing a henchman or being on fire. <laughs> It's not. It's not a difficult decision, is it? <laughs> not really. <laughs> not when you're the one on fire. No. 